Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Tonight is Monday night, and I've already talked about the Cub, the Chicago Cubs game. There were no full season games today, so now it's time to talk about the short season, the two Dominican League games, and the Arizona League game. And today I want to focus on the Arizona League squad. All the players in the pipeline have a story. Frank Schwindel has a story. We've now heard it. Patrick Wisdom has a story. We've heard it. It's wonderful to hear stories of players that we previously were unfamiliar with. Today, I want to take a little bit of time to go through some of the players in the Arizona League and walk you through some of their stories, and I'll get you a little bit of why I'm doing that later. But I will start in the Dominican. In the Dominican League, Dominican Summer League, Dominican Red won 7-5 to five over the Cardinals. Normally, 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 that's a case of Pedro Ramirez going absolutely bonkers as usual. Today, he was actually held under control. Pedro Ramirez did not do a whole lot today. On the other hand, Christian Murray, 3 for 4, 2 runs scored, RBI double. Moises Ballesteros, 1 for 3, runs scored, RBI. Samuel Duarte, 1 for 2, runs scored, RBI walk. His hit was a triple. And the and starting pitcher was Darlene Pichardo, two and a third innings, five strikeouts. The Red Sox beat the Cubs blue four to three. And the highlights there. Um Guzman, I forgot to write down his name. Oh, let me see. What is it? I should have it over here. As you were. Um, wrong piece of cardboard. Raul Guzman. Raul Guzman, one for four, run scored, RBI. Christian Hernandez, two for three with a walk. Lizardo Ruiz, two for four with a double. Oliver Roquet, two and two-thirds innings of scoreless relief. Now I'm going to get to the Mesa Cubs. And something that I've periodically talked about a bit here recently this year, the Cubs only have one Arizona League team. And they do not have a team between the Arizona League and full season ball because that level has been extinguished, exterminated, gotten rid of, tossed out with the trash. Now, sometimes there are players who would benefit more from having a second Arizona League team or a short season league team than others. Some players, they're going to play pretty much every day irrespective of anything. Some guys are on the fringes, maybe like the fourth or fifth outfielder would probably get a whole lot more looks if there were a whole lot more looks to get. Today's starter in the Arizona League, Elian Almanzar, Really not familiar with him. Really not familiar with him. But I'm going to tell you his numbers. And his numbers are going to tell you why he's in Mesa. 
but not Myrtle Beach. His numbers today will tell you why he is in Mesa and not Myrtle Beach, but why he is in Mesa. Two innings pitch, three hits, two runs, two earned, two walks, six strikeouts. Two innings, six strikeouts. That's going to get you another look. That's going to get you another appearance. But the two walks and two innings and three hits tossed in as well will not get him to Myrtle Beach. So hopefully over the off season, by my look, there are two more weeks of Arizona League ball and three more weeks of the Dominican Summer League. If Elian Elmanzar adds a little velocity, I don't even know the velocity is that huge of a thing, but uh, hopefully adds a little velocity, adds a little better command, adds a little bit better um, feel on his secondaries, whatever secondaries are, I have no idea. Uh, perhaps, 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 perhaps he will be ready for Myrtle Beach in May, perhaps. Robinson Rodriguez was the next pitcher on. And as for why he is pitching in Mesa, his whip walks plus hits per innings pitched. His whip, not his ERA, his whip entering the game was 4.71. He was allowing 4.71 base runners per inning, and that doesn't even include hit batsmen. So in comes Robinson Rodriguez. One inning, one hit, one strikeout. No no problem. Robinson Rodriguez, good outing. Hey, steps in the positive direction. Miguel Pabon is an infielder who's been around the Cubs system for a number of years. This season, he has had some injury difficulties. Uh, I think I saw something on, like, Instagram. He was in a hospital, something with his, uh, maybe his wrist, maybe his elbow, maybe his arm. I, I can't remember specifically what it was, but he was undergoing some baseball surgery. And Miguel Pabon missed almost the entire season. However, as I said, there are two weeks to go still. And Pabon... Got to play today. Two for four. Run scored. He's now two for seven on the season. Nice to see he's actually getting a chance to represent. Um, and if there were a second team, if there were a second team, if there were a second team, he would get to play the entire last two weeks of the season because they would definitely be looking to try to get him more at-bats. Miguel Fabrizio is a catcher-slash-first-baseman-slash-designated hitter. And I don't know that any of the three are preferred over any of the other three. Uh, he's, he's a bat. He's a hitter. And probably he's more of a first baseman than a catcher, but he's been catching a bunch, so I, I really don't have any idea. Felix Stevens, the traditional first baseman for... The Mesa Cubs is now in Myrtle Beach, presumably to get some at-bats in the last two weeks of the season down there. Fabrizio today, four for four, two runs, three RBIs, three doubles, and a second inning, and a first inning home run.
first inning, two-run home run. Not a bad day for Miguel Fabrizio. Miguel Fabrizio can hit the ball. Let him play. Ezekiel Pagan. Remember how I was mentioning there were some players that possibly might have gotten a better uh, draw, better pull, better advantage, a better edge from having another game, another team, another level, another something. Ezekiel Pagan is better than the Arizona League. However, once he got to Myrtle Beach, he was competing with Oh, Jordan Wogu, Jonathan Sierra. Now he's now he would have been competing with Owen Casey. Throw in a little bit of Yo Hendrick Piango for most most of the year. Toss in Jacob Wetzel. There was just, there was a definite rush for um, at bats in the Myrtle Beach outfield, and Ezekiel Pagan just kind of lost out. And when you go to the Arizona League, well, there they had. Owen Casey for most of the year. They had Kevin Alcantara and a whole bunch of other guys who were trying to get in some at-bats. Ezekiel Pagan, if he would have gone to the Northwest League when the Cubs had an affiliate there, Ezekiel Pagan, you're a center fielder. You're going to play four, four and a half games out of five. We're going to, if we're going to play six games a week, you're going to play five games out of six. And that would have been it. He would have been playing the entire season as opposed to now getting in periodic, occasional, infrequent opportunities. He had a home run in the second inning today. A... Hmm. Number doesn't seem right there. Uh, Pagan homered there. Mesa gave up two in the first with Almanzar. Scored two in the first, two in the second, two in the third, three in the sixth. One, nine to two. Just an absolute blowout win. And Pagan hit, I think it was his sixth home run in Arizona. Sixth home run in Arizona. He's better than that league. He's better than that league. He should not be in that league. But the only other league they can promote him to that would make any sense is Myrtle Beach. And he wasn't getting playing time there because they had other guys there that they wanted to get playing time for. Ezekiel Pagan got absolutely hosed, screwed, and tattooed by the Cubs not having a team in Eugene and the Cubs not having a second Arizona League team. Now, let's get on a little bit further. Zachary Lee, a 16th round pick from Texas State, a college senior signing. No, wait, wait, no, no, no. He wasn't a college senior signing. He was a draft pick. Here, let me see. I have the draft pick somewhere here. Zachary Lee, yeah, he was a 16th rounder, that's right. Um, 16th rounder out of Texas State. Two innings, nothing, 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 nothing. Six strikeouts, one hit by pitch. Get his butt to Charleston. Get his butt to Charleston, South Carolina, because he should be pitching for Myrtle Beach this week against the Charleston River Dogs. If you're striking out six of seven hitters and the only guy that you're not striking out, you're hitting by pitch, you should not be in the Arizona Summer League. You should be in low A ball. Get him there. Let's close it out with a look at Angel Hernandez, who had the who got the last two innings of the game. 
Two innings, two hits, three walks, three strikeouts. Again, another one of those somewhat ordinary lines in the Arizona Summer League. You'll get pitchers who strike out a lot of hitters. You'll get pitchers who give up a lot of walks. You'll get pitchers who manage to walk a lot of people and strike out a lot of people and still give up a hit in inning. Angel Hernandez did just fine. There's no reason to run him anywhere. He needs more innings. In fact, probably pretty much all the pitchers on the Arizona League team, probably all of them need more innings. They should probably be pitching a bit more. But as of now, there's only one team. So they're not getting in-game work. Hopefully they're getting stuff on the side that is developing them well enough. Relatively nice day in the minor leagues today. Uh, no full season ball. It's, it's reminding me. It's really reminding me today more than most days. With only the Dominican Summer League games and the one Arizona League game, it reminds me once the regular season, the minor league regular season ends, so much of what I enjoy doing disappears. Absolutely disappears, absolutely goes away. There are not games. I'm hoping in the offseason that with Liam Spence in the Cubs system, Liam Spence goes to play in the Arizona League. He might as well because he's from Australia. He's from Geelong. He might as well go play for some team over in the Arizona League, uh, in the Australian League. As long as there is an Australian League, after all, that's his home turf. He should be totally good with it. Teams would be totally good with having him play, after all. Um, sometimes they'll have a bit of hesitancy having too many Americans on a squad because then they're giving jobs to Americans instead of Australians. And it's kind of a 50-50 thing as far as wanting to win and wanting to have Australians play. I, there's somewhat of a limit as far as how many uh, imports teams can have. But um, with a player like Liam Spence, it's not an, imp an import. So he should be a regular starter over for one of the Australian teams. And if he's heading over, he might talk one of his friends. And say, hey, you guys want to come over? You guys want to play in the Australian League? I'll vouch for you. Because not only is it a long, 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 long winter with no baseball games that I'm paying attention to because none of the games going on have Cubs prospects in them. But the Australian League, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig it. It's, um... <sighs> the fields are not elaborate. I'll put it that way. Um, it's not a case of you have 7,500 uh, 7, fans like at a um, double A game. The fields are smaller. They're bigger than they used to be a couple years back, but the fields are generally smaller. The, uh, it, it's not elaborate at all. It is older time baseball. Just go at it. And honestly, when I followed one of the teams, I followed the Brisbane, um, the Brisbane squad back a number of years ago, Brisbane Bandits. And one of the people who was on the, uh, on the Brisbane Bandit staff um, eventually 
uh, I started following her on Twitter, on Facebook, I mean, because she was um, very knowledgeable, uh, very fun to listen to, etc., etc., all that kind of stuff. And periodically, I chit-chat with her, and uh, I had a couple ideas about maybe something I might want to run by her, but I didn't yet. Maybe I will. But no, uh, Australian baseball is fun. Um, and it would be, I think it would benefit the Cubs to have six or eight players go from the Cubs pipeline over and play in the Australian League over the offseason. Who knows? Maybe that'd even be a good po- podcast. Eight players in the Cubs pipeline that I'll go play in Australia this week, th- this offseason. That actually sounds like a really good idea. Um, I hope you've had a fun Labor Day off. I don't really deserve Labor Day because I don't work. I'm a lazy slacker and I don't deserve Labor Day. Um, but no, I hope you had a wonderful Labor Day and may your Tuesday through Friday four-day week be positive and uplifting enough. Thanks for stopping by. And I hope you enjoyed my at least slight look at some of the players in the Arizona League. All the players in the Cubs pipeline, from stem to stern, all of them have stories. And if you are expecting that players only have interesting stories if they make it to the major leagues, you're probably wrong on that. You're probably wrong on that. Um, Following minor league, it's so funny how so many people are literally, wow, these guys are more fun to watch than the guys were before. These guys are honestly more fun to watch than the guys were before, before the trade deadline. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that. But for the people who are, for the people who are saying, I enjoy following Frank Schwindel. I enjoy following Rafael Ortega. I enjoy all of these guys. They're fun to watch. They're fun to follow. They're actually, that's what the minor leagues are about. The minor leagues are about people who are chasing the bloody dream. They're trying to get to Major League Baseball, and they haven't done it yet. And they are doing what's ever necessary. The guys that... I'm sorry, I vaporized for a second. Um, The guys in double A, the guys in high A, they are still busting chops, trying to get there. The routine ground ball to short, Won't be quite as routine. The blooper fly ball into the uh, Bermuda Triangle between either left third base and shortstop or left shortstop and center or center, shortstop and right or wherever it is. The plays won't be made quite as often. But the players know they have to put out every day to impress the people they have to impress to move up the pipeline. And when you're in the minor, minor leagues, that's the goal. Move up the pipeline. You're, they're not making $2.7 million a year. They're not working for an off-season $18 million contract. They 
are trying to move up the ladder. They're trying to move up the ladder, and that's their entire point. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.